Welcome to How to Build a Tent, the podcast on how to make you successful. My name is Matt Williams. Thank you for listening to the show. We are recording in my office. However, my office has nothing in it. I am sitting on the floor because my office furniture was supposed to come in today when we were moving into our house, but the shipping wow i'm gonna be stuttering i promise you i have not had one drink of alcohol in the last couple of days and yet i'm stuttering maybe i do need some scotch but the delivery people promised that it will come tomorrow so hopefully i'll be a little more comfortable than sitting on hardwood floor but i am thankful to be done with my traveling it is really hard to always be on the road with business it is even harder to be on the road with your family and kids. Let me tell you, it is no fun. Some of you that have been traveling with family, you know what I'm talking about. For those of you who have reached out to me and welcomed me that live in Florida, I just want to say thank you. I have not gone back to all of you because I'm super busy with just logistics, getting things situated, and I um, just don't even have time right now to even think about my social life but I look forward to responding to them. I'm not ignoring you, I'm not dismissing you. Uh, so please just be patient with me as I am moving in, coordinating, setting things up, getting things delivered, and all that fun stuff. If you wanna email me, uh, you can email me mad at howtobuildtent.com. I know that little uh, spiel before I said that doesn't really make it inviting to email me. email me, but I do love to hear from you. And usually I get back to you within a couple hours, but it might be a couple days because of just how busy I am. But please still email me if you're thinking about it. I'd love to hear from you, whatever you want to talk about. I'm game. I might not be informed or know what you're referring to, but I'd love to hear from you. Just get your insights or get your input to know where you're at and uh, just kind of a little bit more about who you are and help me critique the show or give me some feedback. Love to hear from that. You can also find me on the social media sites and you can also share the show on social media sites. I've been seeing the post notifications through all the madness I've been doing and moving that you guys have been sharing the show on your social media sites and tagging me. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. You can tag me on how to build a tent and you can share the show. You can subscribe to us, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Minds. And a little just a tip, if you subscribe or follow me on one of the sites but not the other, you might want to check the other sites out as well. Because usually I post more pictures on Instagram, obviously it's Instagram. Twitter, I have more more posts because I'll just have quick thoughts like Twitter's invented or created to be. Facebook, I might do a little more more sharing of articles, more in-depth commentary from time to time. YouTube obviously will have my shows, although I have not been posting them lately because I just, again, not have had time. Not have had time. Wow, it's going to be a rocky, rocky show today. Uh, we are part of the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. Unless I can't get this together, then maybe they'll kick me off. No, I'm just kidding. Go over to fightlaughfeast.com. Put in HTBT in the memo field, and you'll get a great mug, 15 ounces of fantasticness. Yeah, I just made that word up. Uh, it's a great mug. I love it. It fits my hands, and I have big hands. So if you're a big guy or a big lady and looking for a mug that you don't uh, have to put some of your fingers outside of the handle, this is the mug for you. 
You'll also be supporting what the Lord is doing in our network, and you'll get tons of benefits from the network as well. They list them all on the show. So please go over, subscribe, HGBT. Thank you for everyone who has already subscribed. It's been such a blessing. It helps keep us as a network going and us as individual shows going. So thank you very much for that. I want to get into this funny little exchange between Trump and the Fed. Uh, the reason it's funny to me is because for so long there's been this perception that the Federal Reserve is independent and doing the best for the American people and that they have the best interest of in the American people in mind and you shouldn't question their motives, you shouldn't question their decisions because they are the experts and they are non-biased and they are not political which is so laughable to me and it kind of runs with the same lane or in the same vein as what the world tries to tell us about teachers and what the world tries to tell us about scientists that they are all good you should never question them they are the experts they never get anything wrong they're infallible and you should never doubt them and it's very weird it's very strange and of course it's spun off of the idolatry of worshiping humans, the priests that are scientists, that are teachers teaching this religion of humanism. And it's spun off of that, but I just don't get it. It's so weird at face value. Like, don't people know doctors? Don't people know scientists? Don't people know economists? They're not always right. And they get things wrong quite a bit. I know it's scary to think about from a health perspective with your doctor, but it's true. Doctors are humans. Some of them get A's in their classes. Some of them get C's in their classes. And you don't know. You don't know what, the, uh, what grades your doctor gets. They just put the diploma up there. They don't, get, they don't put their report cards. They don't put their grades. They don't put their GPA up there. And that's a little scary. But anyway, so I think it's funny because right now there's this big, huge uh, theme of Trump is like using leverage to, to influence the Fed and that the Fed needs to be apolitical. But no one's apolitical. If anything, the, if there is anything that this network pushes is that everything is political. Everything is related to a power play. Everything has a spiritual influence and the Federal Reserve is no different. And I know a lot of you agree with me because a lot of you don't see or think that we should get rid of the Fed, which, you know, may, we may, be, may need to all together or in one fell swoop or it should be phased out or they should just not do anything. But it's just like legislator, legislatures. Maybe they should just not do anything in the Senate. Maybe they should not do anything in the uh, House of Representatives. Uh, but I think it is actually good to see Trump trying to influence the Fed. And I think it's important for this very f fact is that the Federal Reserve has so much power, in some ways more power than the president, especially regarding the economy and shaping how business is done and how our society is going to grow, that it should be political in the sense that we should have a say as the people of if they are voted in or not and how much power they should have and who should have this power, if any. 
They should not be isolated. They have more power. The Federal Reserve has more power than most politicians do, sometimes even more than the president does. And again, regards into the financial aspects of our economy. Why shouldn't they be political? And we, I think that's something we need to be aware of as well, that there is this sentiment, there is this negative uh, stigma to politicians. And politicians aren't bad. Bad politicians are bad. Good politicians are good. We want good people in politics. We want good people being good politicians. So there shouldn't be this unnecessary fear of, oh, we shouldn't let the Fed be political. No, we want the Federal Reserve to be political. We want them to be good politicians. We want them to do what is right, not just because all the people want them to do that. And that, again, that goes to a misunderstanding of a democracy versus a republic. We were not created in the United States to be a majority rules, which I think is a fear that we have and a good one. But that is not the same thing as a politician. Democracy is not the same thing as a republic. Democracy is not the same thing as being accountable to the people. Democracy is a mob. The republic is not. And a good politicians can thrive in a republic, and a republic can thrive with good politicians. But I, I just think that's really interesting. It'll be interesting to see what Jerome Powell does. Everyone is thinking they're going to lower rates, and now it's getting to a point where they think they're going to raise rate, or lower rates. Excuse me, more than two times. Before it was, the market was pricing in two Fed hikes, and I don't understand that at all. When they've talked about not raising the rates unless there is a significant change in the downturn. And I don't see that our economy is doing that bad. Now, granted, there are other economies that are devaluing their currencies, and so they're trying to compete with us and um, fight back against what Trump's doing. So that could be a reason to do it. But it'll be really interesting to see if the Fed changes their tune, especially with Trump threatening to um, demote Jerome Powell as the headlines say. The next point, the next topic that's really big in the markets as well is Trump says that he's going to meet with Jing, uh, China's Xi Jinping, uh, the, or I should just say the president. I'm going to butcher the name. I apologize. No disrespect to the president of China. I did not mean to say that. I mean, uh, I don't respect a lot of things he does, but I'm still not trying to mispronounce his name is what I'm trying to say. But they're going to have an extended meeting next week at the G20, which was one of the things that China was saying that they would not do if things continued to be hostile. Trump continued to threaten more tariffs, which is an interesting to see if the China is actually caving here. Because like I've said before, I think China, I think Trump is in a better position than China is. And the markets went crazy. But here's the thing I want us to consider. China wants to be the world power. They have a whole plan. They have a plan. It's a, like a thing, a document that they have. It's speeches that are talked about. It's propaganda that's put out. It's contracts. It's business deals. It's imports. It's exports. It's manufacturing. It's theft. It's IT. It's their military. It's all of the power. It's all of the resources of China are honed around this vision that China is going to be the superpower and America is not. And they mean it. And they are patient and they play the long game and they're going to try to wait out Trump. 
And one of the ways that they are going to achieve this vision is to steal technology from the United States, who is by far more innovative than China is, because of our culture, because of our values, because of who we are as Americans. It's very hard to replicate. Even though there are smart, maybe even smarter people in China and in India and other countries, they don't have the innovation. They don't have the risk taking that we have. We don't have, they don't have the delegation skills that we have. They're just not built that way in their culture. They are authoritative, um, well, specifically in China's case, it's an authoritative government where they are used to taking commands, not thinking on their own. And I think we forget that in America. We take that for granted. But anyways, back to this is, I don't see China conceding or at least conceding and then sticking to what Trump is asking because I don't see China changing this policy where they're okay with the United States being number one. Now, other countries, they want to be dominant in their regions. The Russians want to recapture all of the places that they had power under the USSR. Um, and there are a lot of power plays that are regional. But China wants to be a dominating world power. And they can't be that way unless they are hurting the United States. The, China can't just grow on their own and continue to do what they're doing without, and then overtake the United States. They have to hurt us. And they're doing that through bringing businesses to China, stealing their technology, and then creating it much cheaper and selling it back. They're robbing us of our proper intellectual property and that's a very um, threatening thing and so I just I don't have that much hopes for this trade deal or any kind of peace talks so take that as you will and think about how the economy is going to or how the markets are going to respond to that now, I wasn't really sure what to think about the Facebook cryptocurrency, if it's going to be a good thing or a bad thing. I talked about a little bit about it before I realized how big it was going to be in the rollout was going to be today, or it's going to be all in the news today. Maxine Waters asked Facebook to pause the work on cryptocurrency, in which they call it Libra. Now, there is very few people that make it so clear to me on if it's a good thing or not or if it's something that I should support or not as Maxine Waters. When Maxine Waters supports something, I wanna do the exact opposite thing. When Maxine Waters is against something, I wanna do the exact opposite thing for it. She's nuts, she's crazy, and she is uh, threatening freedom in every aspect of it. So I just think that when Maxine Waters says that Facebook should pause the work on cryptocurrency, I think they should go full throttle and get it out as soon as possible. Now, I'm really glad I got to Florida today instead, or I mean yesterday or two days ago, if you're hearing this, because we have a one day delay in our recordings because President Trump came to Florida and he kicked off his presidential campaign. Now, I don't know how you guys feel about Trump, it's a very interesting character to assess, to discuss from a Christian perspective. Some Christians say that you shouldn't vote for him because he's immoral and we need to have moral people as presidents. We need to have Christians as presidents and therefore we shouldn't be able to vote for him. Other people say, hey, he's better than anyone else that we're going to be able to choose 
so we might as well vote for him. Other people say, hey, it's going to be better than any of the Democrats that we lean or that could that would be voted in if Trump loses. And I think all those have valid points. And I personally didn't vote for him last time because I didn't believe him. Uh, but now I've seen his record and I think he's done a lot of great things. Yeah, he's not a moral person, but I don't feel like it is wrong to vote for somebody who is not a Christian. I feel like it is okay to vote for people that are not Christian. Now, I would prefer a Christian. I would prefer, I mean, I voted for Ted Cruz. I wanted Ted Cruz to win. He's the one I put my hat behind, but he didn't end up winning the nomination. And I don't feel that convicted about voting for somebody like Trump. Uh, with that being said, I don't think he's going to lose this time. I don't know how he loses this time. If the economy continues to do well, if he continues to do promises, like, I mean, he's going to start deporting a million people. I think that's the next thing. Like, border security was one of his biggest things. He's building the wall. He's deporting people, illegal aliens. I mean, those are the big things. And he's going to be able to rally his base. I mean, his base is coming out to rallies right now and it's not even prime time like where it's 20, 2020 is the next election right we're in 2019 it's not even the year of a year of elections and he's bringing out crowds bigger than any other presidential ca candidates or have been in the past um, and i don't think there's any reason why anyone who voted for him last time would not vote for him again especially if biden's going to be the nominee, which I doubt it. Usually the front runner and a nominee doesn't stay that way. I mean, Trump is an exception, exception to that. I think he was a front runner the whole time. Um, but I'm not worried about that. But it's going to be really interesting to see. We really need to be gauged. If you are doubting on who to vote for with the, with the candidates so far that are Democrats versus a Trump, pray about it. Really be searching. Is it really wrong to vote for somebody that's not a Christian? Is it really wrong to vote for somebody that obviously they're not Christian, then they're definitely immoral? I don't know about that. Uh, I'm definitely going to be voting for him this time because he's helping us be successful. He is doing, he is helping uh, um, deregulate and defund th um, programs that we shouldn't be funding. He's helping to cut back regulations, and those are all the great things. Now, let's take all this. Let's go out and be successful together. God bless.